What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Turn them on. It's it's on. Oh, You're, I turn you on. I am turned on. I am turned on. You turned it on. I did. I blew uh, in the mixing board's ear a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, kind of messed around with its back door. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. So you went to Scottsdale. Yeah, where, where, where people in Scottsdale think that they're the richest people in the state. And I have some data to back this up. This is one of the things I wanted to talk about. I, I just remembered. So what you're talking about, uh, probably uh, uh, a per capita is not the most richest. Not even close. Right. But volume of money, it probably it's it could be. Uh, I can tell you that there are there are two residents of um, full time residents. One, okay, one full-time resident of uh, the Verde Valley area, which is, you know, Cottonwood and uh, Sedona and all that. There's yeah. one resident there that is worth $60 million, okay. just him personally. Right. Plus his businesses are half a billion dollars, and that is Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Right. So if you want to go based off just his personal wealth, he's one of the richest people in all of Arizona. He, I looked it up. He's worth more than the guy that owns the Phoenix Suns. But the I didn't fucking know that I, though. I like assume I, the top people are not like uh, entertainers though. No, like a, they're they're business but people. But he's a kind. business person too. That's, sure, that's where I mean. You know what I mean? Like that's because yeah. uh, he does. He manages um, his label and manages artists and whatnot. But anyway, uh, the the Gore family that started Gore Tex. Oh, that's in Flagstaff. Okay, those people are richer than God. That's funny because it's like uh, Sarah Blakely. She started the uh, Spanx. Oh, you know wow. Spanx? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm familiar with Spanx. I have, she, I have a daughter yeah, who's a cheerleader. Relax. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Pump I wasn't going. Yeah, about your daughter. But you said I, I said I know. yeah, then you said daughter. Yeah, I, I understand that. But I was starting to form my fucking sentence. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm familiar with Spanx. I also work with a shit ton of nurses that wear them under their scrubs. Right. Which is so Sarah Blakely. She's from Atlanta. We may yeah. have talked about Sarah Blakely a couple years. ago. I don't ago. think so. I don't know. Anyway, did you date her too? Just like the Bondo queen? No, no. Just just nailed her. Did, no. Did you pick her up at a Papado? I've seen her. I've seen her. And actually, it's Papado Joe. It's Papado because they're Papas. That's their last name. I know, but for some reason, no one pronounces it that way. Their last name is Pappas, and it says, right. and it's in the Wikipedia article, pronounced Pappacitos, Papado. Papacitos, yeah. i got to unlearn myself. Yeah, it's also two Ps. There's two One. Ps. There's two. There was two P- O's and P-A-P-P, right? You have two yes. Ps. Uh, so. Two following so an yes. A is is that. that two two consonants following the vowel. It's Papa. Changed it. It's Papa. Got it. Now it makes sense. Now, yeah. now, I've always seen it, but I've never really looked at it that way. Yes. And now I will from now on. Right. Uh, now you can't unhear it, Papado. Right. You went to a chain restaurant. You would go all the way Joe's, to Scottsdale. You said he was not going to. This is bullshit. I went to a hole-in-the-wall Italian restaurant, local place down there. It was really nice. Yeah, you only you went there once, yeah. and then you, you went to went a chain. Because I have been. Fuck, he keeps saying the word chain. <laughs> I went to a chain restaurant. You go all the way chain. to. You, you, you bitch constantly. Not constantly. Well, he does bitch constantly, folks. No. I do. You bitch about. The lack of uh, of dining options around here, which I understand, right. you, it gets tired. Like there are good restaurants here, but there's the, only a handful. Right, just just so a few. right, literally just a few. So you go to Scottsdale for yeah. the middle of the week to do some work on a I plastic airplane. I didn't go there to eat. 
I know, but you were looking. You literally said, "I'm looking forward to going to restaurants while yes. I'm down here." Now, and I granted, went to two. when you said you went to two, <laughs> you were there three days. You went to two restaurants. I was busy. Okay, that's fine. Okay. You, you were <laughs> not so busy, uh, apparently. To you, you were were to you call the chain. No, you were too. Ch- you were too busy to do research and find a non-chain restaurant to go to. So you go to fucking. Papado. Right. Well, I don't really know anybody that lives in that immediate. I mean, I know some people, but I don't know. I don't know someone that's been down there forever for a long time that that I could just call and go. Just I'm in this area. Just send me to a really. Say, yeah, exactly. Where would you go? I we, don't know someone like. Well, that now you right don't there. have to do that anymore. It's called Yelp and TripAdvisor. Right. Well, from now, but now I'll talk to my customer because he likes me now. So. Well, that's good. I can I can uh, talk to him. It's crazy how you haven't even finished fixing his airplane and he already likes you. What if you fuck it up? Well, he hasn't flown it yet. Yeah, so. what happens if he flies it once and he's he's it comes it's down? Like a, goes, like a, so it's like a cartoon <laughs> engine problem or something. And then that's oh, and then wow. he's done. Yeah, and he. I hope he calls you on the way down to the ground. I, I did like, learn that his his he's a dentist in Scottsdale, so he's you know probably not yeah staying at street corners. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, and his wife is also a dentist and has her own practice. Nice. They're doing probably okay in Scottsdale. I'd say that they're probably doing all right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he said, "Hey, we'll go to this Italian restaurant. It's it's pretty close to." Do you work. remember the name of it? We have people that listen that are in Phoenix, and you can't can't even. It's it's in Scottsdale though. It's right. It's right oh, there. I, I probably wouldn't like it then. Probably not. No. Uh, it, the Scottsdale thing comes from my friends who either grew up in Phoenix or live in Phoenix, and it's it's a it's just kind of always been a thing for as long as I can remember uh, that. Scottsdale folks think that they're the cream of the crop and that they're that, that Scottsdale's the nicest town and in the valley and blah 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 blah. And you know what? Maybe it does look really nice. Right? It does. It's nice. But I can tell you right now, Litchfield Park is way nicer. I'm not saying I, something else is. I'm not nicer. talking to you. I'm oh. talking to the people out there. Yeah. So Scottsdale. But the funny thing is, is that people outside of Scottsdale are just like it's, they fucking roll their eyes. Right. When people from Scottsdale talk about how much they're from Scottsdale, but here's, here's or that what they I, live in Scottsdale, like that kind of thing, that that is is annoying, but it's also funny as hell to me. Like I don't, I'm not annoyed by it because I don't have to deal with that. But the fact that I've literally seen uh, a girl who I was I was hanging out with, we we're just a friend of mine, and uh, we were out at out at a bar in uh, Tempe, mm-hmm. and she, this dude comes up and he's like your typical, just Abercrombie and Fitch asshole type. Right. I, I don't I don't have to deal with those. No, well, but he but what he did was is go and, was like, and she's like, oh, are you uh, where are you from? And he starts talking, he's trying to flirt with her, and uh, he's like, oh, well, I live in Scottsdale. I grew up there. My dad's so and so, fucking whatever. And I'm just waiting for her because she's a spicy little redhead, and she was like, ah, okay, well, you can uh, you can go now. And he's like, excuse me, and she's like, yeah, I don't date anybody from Scottsdale ever. It's a rule. So and, if and I he, if I were from there, I probably wouldn't really talk about being from there necessarily. Maybe I don't know. You talk talk all the time about Marietta. <laughs> it's not like a Scottsdale. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Isn't it? It's a tons of money there. Yeah. No, I thought, it's not like I Scottsdale. I thought Marietta was like a no snob county. No, the swanky. It's well, the, yeah, there are areas that have money, but Scottsdale is a little bit higher. And then you got other stuff in the land area that that I knew people at would go to, and that right. was. Like Virginia Highlands, you know, certain areas, some old money part of Atlanta, that kind of stuff. Oh, um, where do you live? I live in Virginia Highlands. Or, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's uh, uh, there's uh, like certain parts of Buckhead or or a lot of 
That's where all the old popular bars used to be in that kind of stuff right. too. But anyway, so we went to this night. It wasn't, it was just kind of a, it's all got a Scottsdale dress, but the Italian restaurant was really, was really decent. He said, it's just, it's just good. It just got a, it's got solid. They, they had more uh, authentic Italian food. It wasn't a nice pretend to be Italian. Yeah. And, it wasn't like an Olive Garden and type lasagna of or something yeah. and then breadsticks. It wasn't like that at all. Yeah. In fact, they had some fried chicken there that was fucking killer. It was a t- it was a t- an Italian restaurant. I don't you know. You had where this fried came from. chicken at an Italian now, restaurant. I didn't order it. He did because we ordered a bunch of several different things. Because he got it. He goes, I know this sounds weird, but they've got really killer fried chicken here. And I don't know why. And so okay, that's fine. really weird. Yeah, it is. Most from southern Italy. That's some kind of a broccoli, a broccoli. Uh, you didn't even acknowledge that joke. That was a great joke. I'm sorry, what'd you say? You should do a solo podcast because you love the sound of your own voice so much. I, 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 no. No, I said it, they must be from southern Italy. Oh. The fried chicken. Got you know it. what? Fine. Yeah, Fucking it. move past it. I don't understand. Thank you. So I Thank had, you for I, annihilating I, I had that. some kind of linguine with broccoli and sausage in, okay. in like an olive oil pasta sort of thing. It was really good. That's really strange. But it definitely sounds like the guy goes, this is kind of an authentic uh, thing. I went, fine, I'll take it. I'm easy to order. I just okay. Why it didn't sound? I'm easy to order. You are easy. To order. Like I'll take one Paul, please, <laughs> and then one uh, package to go, please. Right, and, it, it, and and please leave all that baggage behind. It sounds like uh, could you please if you could please uh, have him unload his baggage before <laughs> he comes. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, uh, it sounds like Cucina Rustica, Cucina Rustica up in Flagstaff, I think. Okay, where it's. It's literally like Italian, like country food. Oh, like that's exactly not, what I was going to say. Yes, it's not. Uh, it's like if you would it's go to rural, somebody's house. Rural, exactly. Yeah, that's what it kind of was. That's yeah. why, like the the French cuisine that I like is not Parisian bullshit, pretentious. I crap. could I could text him. Right I like, and go, hey, what was that Italian restaurant? Down you here? should like right now. Why? Why? why I don't Hold know. On. I so thought go. maybe you knew the name of it, but now it's some sort of goddamn mystery. All right, Joe, talk to the people. Well, okay. Let's talk about the fact that you went all the way to Scottsdale and 50% of your restaurant experiences were at a... <laughs> from, from a chain. A chain restaurant, you it's fucking jerk-off. It's a jerk good off. chain. I knew they had... What, no, I got, I, I, what I got is what I wanted, which was killer fucking oysters. I know. How, yeah, I love how you get that hankering for oysters. You're like, hmm, where should I get oysters? The middle of the desert. Exactly. No, They have not airplanes. Exactly. You throw them on ice and you put them on a fucking airplane. Okay. You don't have to get all worked up with me. <laughs> I just think that that's not fresh enough. Oh, Joe, it's I, fresh. That's that's enough. I don't think it's fresh enough for oysters. Listen to me right now. If we were to ever go to Papado, 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 and you were to order oysters on the half shell, the uh, the uh, um, Gulf oysters, yes, you would not. That's be the only saving grace is that they use Gulf. Uh, they use Gulf Coast oysters, and I, 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 I'd like to see a proof of origin though. Jeez. I would ask. I would be one of those people like, mm, what cove are these pulled out of? <laughs> Like if it's it has to be further east than Panama City Beach, otherwise it's just going to taste too much like crude oil out of New Orleans. Exactly. It, it needed that straight up Apalachicola, which is a weird name for a city, but whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't believe we just went down there. I just think I that's awesome. Thank you. I can't wait to edit that out. Sorry, that was horrible. Yeah, it was. I know. It's I probably from the ridiculous. bad oysters you had <laughs> at that chain <laughs> at that chain restaurant. Anyway, no, folks, I'm telling you, it's a, I know it's not like like a like a uh, yes, it is a chain. They've got a mo- pile of them in Texas, as you found out. Uh, almost all of them are in Texas. Yeah, and then there's one. No, there's a cut. Whatever. So it's a, no, it's, no, it's a Texas. Uh, uh, no, no, there's a. It's a Texas. Yeah, it started in Houston. It's a, 
He, he's bubbling back right now. Okay, good. Uh, started in Houston, and then you like no the Papacitos. That's the the yeah. That's the other Papacitos. That's the other thing that irritates me is that they. It's fine to do Cajun shit. Cool. Okay, it's called Guido's. It's on the northeast. Of course it is. The northeast. Why didn't they call it Stupid Wapdago's house? <laughs> it's called Guido's. For we'll fucking, have to look it up. For fucking real, it's called it's, Guido's? Yes, it oh it's on the God. northeast corner of Scottsdale Road and Shea. S-H-E-A. H-A, what? What? It's on the corner of northeast, excuse me, it's on the northeast corner of Scottsdale Road and Shea, which is S-H-E-A. I know. Ex- I know exactly where that's at. Okay. Uh, Guido, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Look, look at the menu. Let's so let's have a food episode. Food. Uh, oh God. And Is look it up, Guido's look up, Italian Deli. Yes, because they are kind of a deli. It's also. meats and deli. Oh, right on. And you, you, know, you can buy all kinds of stuff. They make sauce there and bottle, bottle it up. And, and you stuff. can. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's a cool place. It is. Oh, yeah, I know right where it's at. So discuss the menu for the people. I don't want... No, I'm not looking at the menu. I don't give a shit about the menu. It, 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 oh, no, never mind. I thought we were still talking about the chain. They don't have a website. Mm, wait. Yeah, there it is. Guido's Chicago, Chicago Meat. I can't believe it's called Guido's. I still can't get past that. I know, it's that. funny, isn't it? Oh, God. Like... Welcome down to Dago's place where we have fucking tons of whoppy food. Uh, so would you go back there? Yes. Guido. Dinner entrees. Let's just go straight to that. I want to see if they have stuffed manicotti. I don't think they have shit like that. Tortellini con broccoli. No, that's lunch. Dinner. I know you people are just Angel excited. Hair, cheese and meat lasagna, chicken marsala. <laughs> uh, yeah, marsala, parmesan, piccata. It's all standard shit. It's good though. Here. Yeah. No, it is good. Yeah. Wait, is that the lunch menu or dinner menu you said? Dinner menu. Okay. Gnocchi pomodoro. Okay. Now we're getting into some serious shit. Grilled chicken and veggie bowl, Guido's combo. Jesus. Ah, uh, linguine alia. Oh yeah, yeah. What is that one? It's the uh, linguine aglio e olio. That's what you had. Yes, that was it. Yeah, you could add Which sausage because mm-hmm. you always want to add your sausage. You should always add more sausage to your life. Yes. All right. All right. That's all what right, I had. Right. It was really good, and I saved some of it, and I ate it uh, the next uh, morning for breakfast. I think that sounds actually kind of nice. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They. Oh, they have veal. Oh shit! They have three different kinds of veal. All right. Anyway, uh, they don't have. Uh, they, it's I, casual. It's ca- it's not it's not dress up at all. It's not. If you have this envision of Scottsdale places, and yeah, it's not Scottsdale. Like, whatever you, you yeah, could. Yeah. No, I get you it. Could just walk in there and, yeah. and like like where you are right now. Old yeah. Town Scottsdale is cool. Like I, I like Old Town yeah. Scottsdale, but it's, I need to it's, tell you a the, quick story about Scottsdale. Uh-oh. From Uh-oh. a year from years ago. Okay. My father was on the city council in Bedford, Texas. Okay. And uh, and we had this. Here comes the everybody's going, oh, God, we're talking about city council. Oh, yeah, right. So, <laughs> let me see what's on Rogan. Did Rogan download a new podcast episode today? Let me see what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, Bill Maher. Like, he, Bill gonna, Maher's on there today. Oh, yeah, Bill Maher. Bill, and Bill yeah, Maher's yeah, back tonight. Tonight, thank yep. God. Um, where was I? Oh. Bedford, so my father, and we had this, this, my father hates big, obnoxious signs that are just gross looking 
you know, for businesses. It was, it was his thing. Okay. Don't know. It was one of his things. Potholes was a big one too. That was he. He actually called the local media to come down and uh, and film him uh, 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 driving down a badly potholed road and had the cameras there and all that stuff. And he got out and said, Councilman Gaines, you know, was wanting the this to be you know, was showing how that, and he oh. finally got some funding. Do you remember when I threatened to do that? Yes, I do. And they fixed that pothole. Yes, I do. The fucking next morning. Yes. Jamie was like, please don't go do that. And please, right. please right. let just talk to the do do this and da da da. But that was the time I bit my tongue. Yes, that pothole was so fucking big that it was like a foot deep. I bit my tongue when we hit it, and I spit a mouthful of blood out of the next stoplight. So who was anyway. run, who was running against my father was Larry Cole, which doesn't mean anything to you. He was a guard or tackle in the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, my father beat Larry Cole. He beat the Dallas Cowboy for city council position. Right on. I mean, everybody yeah. beats the Cowboys. <laughs> exactly. Who? <laughs> 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 Your dad just did it single-handedly. Hey-oh. Sorry, Bo Senna. It's the truth. <laughs> um, Bo is a listener, a fan, and a also a huge Cowboys fan, which I don't understand how that yeah. how that works. Like, this is a highly cerebral show that we have here. Yep. And uh, yeah, only only the smartest and most stable geniuses listen to it. <laughs> I'm the smartest stable genius. God. Okay. Anyway, uh, so oh, so we had, for example, it was there was this road that was getting really bad because some business would come up and they'd just put in a sign, and then someone else, oh, I'll just put in a bigger sign. It was it was getting ridiculous. It really was, and it was a kind of a newer developed area. My father said, "We can't. We can have some kind of ordinances or something." And um, so and and there a lot of that is kind of more popular now. I think there's more of that that goes around everywhere. I think. Certain sign, you know, they got to have some kind of standards. You can't just say, I'm going to have a huge. I mean, you, there's obnoxious. places that have very strict. Right. Like Kingman has pretty strict they, uh, they do. sign, sign, and it's yeah. enforced. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Sedona, mm-hmm. Sedona is hardcore about it because it's oh, only yeah. specific colors that you can use. That's why the only McDonald's on the face of the planet that has turquoise arches is in Sedona because none of their signage is allowed to have yellow. That's kind of cool, though. It is really. Fucking I don't cool. mind that. It doesn't no, bother me. Me I mean, either. It pissed McDonald's off, and McDonald's sure. kept trying to fight and fight and fight. And Sedona's like, we don't need a McDonald's anyway, right? So you, can, we don't have to let this you way open. or not. So yeah, this is this is our place. They tried to. They, you know, what if we paid more money? We did this. It's a part of our brand. They're like, no, part of our brand is not having nasty signage everywhere. I think it's kind of think about it. That actually probably works in their favor, though. People, oh, look at the it does, turquoise I, colored arches. I think finally later on, they, when they relented and they built it, and they saw that it was busy just like every other McDonald's. It wasn't. It wasn't. People are like, well, what is this knockoff Arizona yeah. of McDonald's? Looking. That didn't happen. Yeah. They they trusted it. Yeah, it what it was is the they tried font to was still the same. Yeah, exactly, sure, it's all stuff. the same. It's just instead of yellow, it's turquoise, and it's yeah. kind of cool. And it's yeah. right there on the main drag. I haven't, I haven't, I remember seeing. I thought I, I think my, I guess I never, never saw it. I, I you've I, driven past it every time you've driven through Sedona because it's, it's on the main drag. It's been a while. Okay, yeah. so anyway. my, my father had this thing. He he was the sign. Per, he he was on his personal mission to. Uh, I, I don't. I you're trying by the woman on the left. I think. Yeah, the woman all the way to the left. Like, there's such a strange. This is Cuomo's show. There's a guy. I don't know who that guy is all the way to the right, but oh, he, I've seen him. He's uh... he definitely looks like somebody I wouldn't want hanging around my kids. He's <laughs> he's bald. He, he has, looks like he he could be. It was a mobster kind of looking guy. I, in a he way. definitely looks like someone who has taken uh, Jim Schultz is his name. Okay, former Trump White House lawyer. He looks like someone who has taken. Like a baseball bat to people's kneecaps. He does. He yeah. kind of looks like uh 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 shit. The not the thing, but the uh, 
from the Fantastic Four. He oh, looks yeah. like he looks like that guy, the guy that's made out of rock. And woman on the left, and like she's Pakistani or Indian or something. And I, follow, I don't think she's Pakistani or Indian. I think she, I think she eats too many orange vegetables. Oh, she's she's a deeper <laughs> shade of orange than Trump, which is crazy. I don't, she's, I don't think that's her normal complexion. Lighter shade of pale, deeper shade. She's of a orange. deeper shade of orange. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Oh my God! It's a it's a hazy shade of winter vegetables. Is what she she's is got. really orange. She's really orange. I thought your TV was off, but then I look at the other two folks up there, and they're not like orange. White guys. <laughs> oh, the one guy who's so white, he's pink. Yeah. I yeah, that guy. He just looks like a fucking thug. You know, he, the guy. You know what the, she looks like on the left. Um, I don't like a cheetah. A local <laughs> a cheeto that you dropped on in the toilet. Forget her puke. skin color. Oh, okay. but her hair and her mannerisms and. How big her eyes are? Kind of her eyes. Looks like Barbara Sharon. For those of you who don't know Barbara. Do you know Barbara? I have oh, met, oh, I've met Barbara. I know you have. Yeah, have you yeah, met Bar- yeah. Barb? Barbara. Yeah, she used to I have. own uh, this. Uh, what's the business downtown? Uh, Pinterest R Us. <laughs> yes, ah, that's that place. Sorry. No, it's uh, the the barn doors open. Farmhouse. <laughs> the barn doors open. <laughs> hey, your I, barn doors open. Hey, buddy, barn doors open. Don't let the horse out. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> Hilarity. Oh, nearly. Oh, yeah. She definitely looks like, like she, Barbara. Sharon. She looks like Barbara Sharon was dipped in Cheeto dust. Yes, she's that's good. she. She's definitely cheese flavored. But this, <laughs> I bet the inside of her thighs tastes like cheddar. But this is the Chipotle Cheetos, if there were a flavor, because look how look. It's not quite the orange orange. It's it's like a it's burnt like an orange. off. It's a it's more her her complexion's best described as burnt sienna. Yes, uh, I don't know. I mean, I hopefully. Uh, I mean, why, folks, we need you need to understand that this woman is really, really orange. We don't. And, we don't know her name, yet. and we don't know her name. We and I don't know anything about her heritage, but she looks fake tanned. She look. Ah, she looks like a the, like what bodybuilders do to themselves when they go out and and they. She kind of uh, like does. But I don't. I think she is actually darker skin than. Uh, yeah, than I, me. But that's hard. To yeah, achieve. but why is her <laughs> right? <laughs> You're so white. You own several aircraft. <laughs> oh. oh yeah Ooh. Ooh. anyway moving on so how does this tie to scottsdale the sign thing with your dad oh so in the 70s when he was running or he was in count he ran for two terms and won them both um some kind of a scandal with a mayor there apparently small towns have scandalous mayors oh uh-huh, they always do it works, always yeah. do anyway um so uh he would always he hated their signs were just getting ridiculous. They were just making everything just it was getting kinda of ugly. And he, or in his opinion, and I was a kid then, so I didn't really give a crap. But he would always talk about Scottsdale. Again, this is mid seventies, right around the mid seventies. And he would go, he would fly for Delta and then he would go to Arizona and drive up and he's always into Scottsdale as far as their sign laws were. Yeah. And uh it's kinda of like could be like Sedona or Probably Cottonwood or a place like that. They mm-hmm. have have either monument signs or just they have minimal. You can't just outsign right. everybody else. Exactly. And um, so I remember him using that as an example. That's the first time I heard about Scottsdale when I was ten or twelve years old. Never really went there after that to visit or do anything. Never even. This may be the first time that I've been, other than working the same airplane earlier. I don't think as an adult I've ever really been through except for recently oh, right on. through Scottsdale, and I've been here for twelve freaking years. In Kingman. So anyhow, 
Was there a point? The end? Is that is that, uh, that's, is that You could have just said rich white guy goes to Scottsdale, and that was right. it. <laughs> but what I do like, okay, forget the snotty people. So so the, <laughs> so the dentists, the people that I deal with there aren't the – I know what you're talking about, though. These, They're not those people. The tool I, I bag, yeah, I get it. And even though some of the folks I hang out with the other do have a lot of money, they're not like that. They're, they're not pretentious. Yeah, they're not assholes. Right. They're just like their flying machines. Right. This guy owns a newer-ish, brand new, big Ford F one fifty. You know, of course he does. White Scottsdale. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why. That is not relevant at all. Not, <laughs> no matter what I say, you know, I saw a nice quick trip. Yep, Scottsdale. Quick yeah. Trip. Well, of course. Oh, the quick trip people. The, Q, the one QT that doesn't have a homeless guy asking you, you for should shit out front. QT. You should say we're having this new interchange coming in, and we need a QT at that interchange. I'm going to start emailing QT. There we, so there's another one. I'm going to add that to the list of of <laughs> yeah. Uh, of emails that I send weekly or uh, monthly is uh, Trader Joe's and Waffle House. We spoke about this before, you people that are hardcore listeners. But yes, the QT is the best convenience store and buy your gasoline. Hands down, there is. hands down. There, Coke and Pepsi products. Yep, uh, they have their own in-house energy drink that comes in two different flavors: Brewster, Brewster Cog- Cogburn, Brewster. Yep, Brewster. it's Bre- Rooster Cockburn. Actually, is what it is. <laughs> They call it that because there's so many B vitamins in it that it burns your cock. Even I remember if you don't have one. When I when I moved before I sold my property and moved, there was a one of my buildings in Marietta area had had a lot of lot of resin. We keep this really clean out here. Had to skip, but it had it was it was a bad floor anyway. So I rented these floor grinders and things, and what this is taking a long time. I'm Do you rent be here. grinders on Grinder? No. <laughs> You, you probably could. I'm so full of shit tonight, and I have no idea why. Could. It's probably the hangover. Go on. So, uh, I so down the road was a QT. They, I, I'm going. This is going to take. This is taking a lot longer than I thought it was going to. So I bought some more masks and turned the lights on and said, "This is going. I'm going to be up all night doing this, and I have to get this done. I, I can't go to sleep and go. I'll just do it tomorrow. There weren't enough hours, weren't enough minutes. I had to get it done. So, what kept me going through the night? Rooster Booster. Yep, it certainly did. Rooster Cockburn. <laughs> and it was only like a mile and a half down the road. So if I drank a big mile, I went, I'm going to go get another one. You know, just. <laughs> Permanent <laughs> cardiac damage. That's what That's what I had. You know what, though? Like back in the day when my 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 buddy Shane and I, you, you know, we were going back 15, 16, 17 years, uh, early to mid 2000s, his, his mom and dad operated a non-emergency transport service, right? Mm-hmm. So all of their vehicles are always in really good shape. And he had a gas card. So we would go on road trips constantly and go see bands play just to go to shows. And we were in, I bet we were in Phoenix, Phoenix, Tucson, or Las Vegas at least twice a month, maybe three times a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, four or five times a year, we would go to LA and, and back. We would do these, I mean, obviously we're in our early 20s. We could, we, the whole world was in front of us and we chose to drive a fucking, a lot, thousands mm-hmm. of miles. And, well, that's one of the things that we discovered uh, in uh, like most of the concert venues that we would go to were in Tempe or Scottsdale. There's actually one venue that's called the Cajun House that's uh, in Scottsdale, Old Town, and it's one of the neatest fucking venues ever. But anyway, real close to Cajun House, and on the way you hit you get hit I-17 North to take the Carefree Highway to come back to Kingman. We would stop at Thunderbird and I-17 at that exit every single time at that quick trip, which I still stop at whenever I'm going that way. And I, we would I-17 load up where seven I seventeen and Thunderbird okay, and uh, load up on those like sixty four ounce <laughs> Rooster Booster and oh just my get God. fucking jacked. And what we would do is we would do a turn and burn, like we would drive all the way to Phoenix, watch a show, 
hang out afterward, do maybe have a few beers or something like that, and then drive all the way back. Now, several times we, I mean, almost every time we did that in Phoenix, I don't think we ever stayed in Phoenix. And we did the same thing with L.A. That's mm-hmm. fucking so crazy stupid that we, most of the time the shows we went to were like uh, Inland Empire. So it's like so you would go three there, and a half watch hours a show and, and drive, drive back. back. Yeah. yeah. And that fucking Rooster Booster, man. Keep you going. I love that stuff. In fact. Only available at QT. Yeah, only available at QT. This show sponsored on- by QT. Yeah, that'd be great to be sponsored by QT. I'd love to be sponsored by QT. Sponsored the local podcast, sponsored by a non-local chain. Right. We don't have one, even though we don't have a QT here, folks. We are sponsored by a QT Quick Trip. I kind of like the idea of being sponsored by Papado. Maybe I'll stop talking it'd be, shit. It'd be great. Fucking, they have very good oysters. Raw. I know you're gonna whatever. Doesn't matter. I have to try. No, I'm not gonna. It's not that I'm not gonna go there. No. I will because I know how you are with your food. You are with all food, like I am with Mexican food. I also love that you had to pause and you told me, yeah, Papado has a, they have another Mexican joint. It's really good quality Mexican food. And then you stopped. Look, is I know it, how you are about your Mexican food. That's and, not and, necessarily it's, authentic. Not exactly authentic. That is not what I said. That, you, is, you, not, that is not what I said. <laughs> you had to pump the brakes because you knew I was ready to go yep. off on a fucking tirade. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but Greek, uh, the sons of Greek immigrants do not uh, fucking put together good Mexican food. There were a lot of Greek, um, there was a, speaking of chains, but it was like an Atlanta thing, and it was this large Greek family that opened up a lot of You could just say Greek family, because they're all all large. They're all, yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, they're open, these these diners, kind of newer, they kind of make them look a little bit older, but they're big, and open 24-7, slinging, they had huge menus, almost anything, you could get like... This is just a dumb example, but you get, you know, turkey and dressing in March, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever you kind of wanted, whatever's in your head, they probably had it. And I don't know how they accomplished this. So big, so, big menus, I, which I'm I, not really into big menus. I don't typically, I steer away from places with big I understand. menus because like when people tell me like, oh, look, a cheesecake factory is like one of my favorite places, my right. favorite restaurant. I'm like, you are a fucking dumbass. I, I totally you, agree. You it's, have no idea what quality food is. It's like, so. It's so. I'm not really. I'm not bragging on it because it's got a big menu. It's just. I'm just. A, that's one of the descriptors. It's yeah. just kind of a, one of those things. But it was cool because Marietta. You could be working on projects, and then you can go to like Waffle House in three or four in the morning if you're working up late. Let's go to Waffle House, get an early breakfast. You go or to something. Waffle House at three o'clock in the morning just because you're drunk. That too. That's. I yeah. feel like that's why most people go to Waffle House right. between the hours of one and four. I think one was called the Marietta Diner, but whatever it was, it was called the so-and-so diner, the so-and-so diner, and it was all owned by the same probably Russia mafia money. I don't know probably. where this I don't know where this came from. They would probably laundered place it was a place to launder all their money through, and yeah. they happen to have some some people that were slinging a lot of good food there. What if they were Ukrainian? It could have been. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't actually Greek. It just Damn. I mean Greek sounds like they all look the same. They, they're all <laughs> s- s- swarthy. Yeah. Gold chains. Not from here. Using Windex on their wounds. But you could go there any any time of the day, any time of the night, and you knew they were open, and there was people always there, and you could get kind of whatever you wanted. You know, you know there, there was no real argument of like, oh, I don't like it there because they don't have this kind of food. Because like, they had I don't know everything. Where the, I don't know where this food came from. I don't know where they kept it. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I kind of want to go to a place like that, but I also kind of don't. I agree because I, I don't want to. I don't want to send money to the Ru- Russian yeah. mob. It's not as good as the chain Papado with oysters, but they had good mahi mahi. St- I bought. They still have the same crap that they had 15, 20 years ago. So you just call it crap. Yeah, it's good. It's good crap. 
Oh, all right. Well, as long as it's good. Look, crap. you said you thought that that uh, that melted cheese uh, crawfish. Yeah, fondue thing. Fondue sounds. It, oh, it definitely yeah. sounds good. No, and, and I will go. I will definitely go to one of those places. Maybe we should take a field trip to Scottsdale. <laughs> I don't. I just feel weird being in Scottsdale. I'm like I'm too fat and too like not. I only have one card in my wallet. You know, like right. I'm just not. I just don't feel. I just don't feel. Uh, I'll tell you what was nice. I'll tell you what's nice. Being around a bunch of other rich white people. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. What was nice about it? Now, what was nice is that that, uh, the the hangar's not very big where I'm working on this thing, but whatever. Yeah, you bitched about that, too. I was like, how's the facility down there? But the absolute dog shit. It's it's clean, and there's, there's all kinds of... Funny, they have flight schools. They have a helicopter school going on there. They got a number of flight schools. So there's a lot of. There's a very active airport, and then and then down the you know the taxiway or down the ramp up piece is where all the jets come into. And it was a lot. And so this weekend was um, it's going on right now. Bear Jackson. Yeah, Bear Jackson. Right. Yeah. So it was the kind of warm up early on, and they there were other there were other uh, Charlie um, Charlie uh, Roish Roish. It's definitely <laughs> Roosh. I know. Uh, pointed out, and he's correct. That there, there are a couple other higher dollar auctions that are going on the same time down oh, there. Oh, are there? Oh. That, that are not part of Barrett, but it's they, they kind of, I guess they latched on to it a while They probably, back. yeah, I mean, you got all that money coming into town already. You might as right. well, because uh, there's tons of rare shit that you can, uh, and you I'll, can have to lo- I'll, I'll have to look it up. But and he, Barrett Jackson, folks, for the, for those of you that don't know, Barrett Jackson auction is like one of the big uh, car coll- like collectible car uh, auctions. Yeah, and I think uh, they started the- in Scottsdale. Now they're also there in Palm Beach, I think in Florida. Yeah, and there's Meekum as well. Somewhere else. Me- yeah. Meekum auctions was, I think, two weeks ago, if I remember correctly, yeah. and then the Barrett-Jacksons this week. But like Barrett-Jackson, folks, that's where you, when you hear somebody bought a Bugatti like a 1955 Bugatti race car that still runs it's super cherry condition. That was raced it was like by some famous forty five million dollars. Right, that's the kind that's of, usually where they bought it from. You know, they, that's the kind of nonsense. Yeah. So what happened was it's this weekend. So they they jacked the prices up, and I fi- they charged me more for two nights. The hotel cost more than I thought. Remember, you asked me how much it was. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I think it's two, with taxes it's two hundred dollars a night, and, and I thought okay fine, um, but then I got the the bill and it was like almost six hundred dollars <laughs> for two nights scottsdale bro <laughs> so and now what chain hotel did you stay at paul it was a best western there you go you paid six hundred dollars to sp- stay <laughs> in a nights, best western two nights two nights at the scottsdale best western you have got to be did you get a blowy i don't know from what a I maid? Got. i'm not sure what it was called <laughs> i'm kidding wow I'm kidding. all right hey no, they gave you the vip treatment yeah no uh, but it was it wasn't your average basic best western. I will just say that. But it was right across from the from the airport. It's considered the airport hotel, I guess. Also, so the first night I was there was the regular cheap. It's supposed to be like 160 bucks a night. That's the right. normal rate. And they said okay. So I but I paid 200 for the first night. I thought it was gonna be 200 for both. And then I checked in and they said okay, we're holding it for this amount. And I went and I didn't really pay attention to. It. I didn't care. And then I finally got back here and I said Ashley this morning. I said please look up. We paid, and she said, "Oh yeah, that's right." And I went, yeah, "I forgot." She wow. Goes, no, because the second night, which was hmm, Wednesday night, yeah, mm-hmm. that's when they knew the weekend was ramping up for Barrett Jackson, which, by the way, is off the end of the runway, and you can see it. It's in that area. It's right near this whole area. They like where to I keep was. all the rich people very tight knit. Like you got, you don't want the people around them. You got to keep them all together. Got to herd them. You have to herd these rich people. Right. Oh my God. So. I, I, <laughs> 
So the second night, so what's 200 plus, you know, 600 minus two, it's like almost $400. Yeah. 375 or something the next night or something like That's that. That's insane. Right. Uh, um, so anyway. And there's, but there's, I'm not paying for it. I understand. Yeah, I understand you're not paying for it. Yeah. But there's just so many nicer places you could have stayed. But I wasn't for that amount of money. But but you're oh, also absolutely. you're 100 correct. But you're also right there. So I'll I stand there for a mission. So within within a mile though, within my within my uh, it was less than a mile from the hotel to the actual facility where I was working, and then a mile and a half is this nice Lowe's mm-hmm. that I sent you the video clip on. And yes, uh, folks, he sent me a video clip <laughs> showing me how clean and tidy the parking lot of the Lowe's in Scottsdale is, <laughs> and how there's not a single cart anywhere. Not one. Now, this wasn't early in the morning or anything like that. The parking lot had a bunch of cars. Yeah, this was like uh, 1. This is noon, 1 o'clock. And there wasn't even any carts in the like the return, the return cart return thing. I don't know what people do with their carts. I'm not people sure. People in Scottsdale, they probably don't have anuses either. Like I, no. I've heard that. Yeah. When you move to Scottsdale, they give you a plug, and then they just... Like a just, Barbie doll? Yeah. 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 That's it. Okay. Um, Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, but the fun part was, to be honest, and, and I'm into aviation, but I'm not into business or corporate jets, but it was just amazing the amount of jet traffic because they were, I sent you pictures of those too, about yeah, how many freaking jets are parked around This is the overflow the big for the overflow. Yeah, there was an overflow for the overflow of the, I don't know if I had to guess, I, I don't know, 100, 150 personal or corporate jets that flew in for this That's so event. insane. So much fucking money. Yeah, if you add them all up, because there were several G650s that I saw, which are $65 million a piece. I'm not trying to drop numbers, but if you just add it all up, you and I kind of ran some quick numbers. I said something. I said it's like $3 billion worth of jets. No, I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's high enough. I'm not sure. Yeah, you might, it might be more than that. It's yeah, it's, so just, it's just silly. It is ridiculous. Um, spending all that money on these frivolous little things, but whatever. And then you were hobnobbing with all these people. No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Rubbing, uh, rubbing elbows with greats. I didn't hobnob with any. I didn't. I know there you was didn't. no hob and nobbing. There was <laughs> no hob. There's no hob, no knob, but there are knob jobs. <laughs> knob jobs. There probably as were some knob jobs. As far as the eye can see. Um, and uh, there was this large, I told you, this large reception area for all these, some of the jet parking, and then this big tent, and a band was playing, and all this food was set up, and it was... Just kind of a reception. Did they hire for, like fucking Nickelback for it or something like that? Probably, like have, probably. There was a reception for the the jet traffic coming in. So when you <laughs> landed, you got you went over there and caught your drink and listened to live music. I want to live like that someday. I want. I someday. I want. I want to live like just like for a weekend. It doesn't suck. Oh, I'm sure it doesn't, Mister Jet Setter. No, but I mean, I've done things like that, but not because yeah. it was my money. You know, I, I knew somebody that that's like, okay, let's do this and let's do that, and, you know. Or you, you knew somebody that's like, oh, this is this is Paul. He fixes the planes that I've bought. That's exactly, like, that's, that's me. I mean, yeah, it yeah. really is like you're siphoning off some of that money for yeah. yourself as as well. You should. Well, that's the goal is to get as much of that money, bring it up to Kingman. Yeah, and bring it bring it up to Kingman. Right. Get it away from those people in schools now that aren't going to miss it anyway. I want to hear about your the best restaurant you've ever been to, but we should take a break in my entire life. Yep. Okay. All right, we'll be back, folks.
We are on. Okay. Uh, yeah. What is your the best restaurant experience you've ever had? Fine dining, Chipotle, 
the blowy in the back of Carl's Jr. Whatever, whatever you got, whatever your good experience was, I want to know about it. So, I guess I'm going to define good experience. I mean, there's even some Cajun restaurants that are shitholes that would be great, like for for putting down newspaper and cracking yeah, up and crap. Yeah, and that, you know, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. That's yeah. a handful of those in New Orleans. But I would say, as far as like real quality of 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 semi. You know, kind of expensive, but service, impeccable, all that kind of stuff. There's a couple, uh, but one comes to mind in, and I think they recently closed their doors in the Atlanta area. They've been open, they were open like for 40 years probably, but I think it's called a petite auberge. Okay. Which in... A small eggplant. Which in fr- French means, I don't think that's what that is. Is that a ob- petite Small, aubergine, yeah. aubergine is a. I think o- that's a auberge. Auber- auber- I don't I know what the fuck is. Let's look that up. I know, I know the word auberge, but I thought I think it means small areola. It definitely does not mean. Oh, that. <laughs> a petite auberge, and I think they've closed or they've moved or hostel, hostel, the, the hostel, like okay, like small a, hostel, yeah. And I gotta tell, it's one of those. It's, it's um. It's one of those places when you're younger, if you go to it, and I think it was Alice and my stepmother's favorite place, or it was for a while. She goes to a lot of fancy places. But um, I remember going there a couple times for two different events. And um, I remember the first time going, when I was younger, like much younger, I don't know if junior high school or how old it would have been. Wow. Uh, that was a long time long, ago. Long, long, <laughs> long, long. Long, long. Are they closed? Petito Bears. Uh, like where? What? Where at? It would be in uh, in um uh, um. What part of it? it? Just on the edge of Northeast Atlanta area. You're. It's a chain. There's a bunch of them. It's this. This was not a chain. No, La Petite Auberge in Fredericksburg. There's one in Fredericks. There's one in li- literally in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland. There's one in Charleston, South Carolina. There's yeah. I don't. I don't think this was the same place. I, I really don't because I think it was locally owned and they they recently uh, s- sold or moved or something. I think it was private. I think I'm con- French seafood sure. wine bar. Not really seafood. Okay. I don't know. It's interesting because you there isn't there just isn't one in Atlanta. Right. So. Oh wait. Oh, wait. Le Petit Aubert. Oh, that's weird. Claremont Road? Yes. It's not called Petit Auberge. It's Petit Violette. Okay. That's, that's, the name, that's the name of the restaurant now. But when I okay. when I Googled La Petit Auberge Atlanta. That's what came up? Yeah, Petit Violette. Okay, so they changed names and cha- they changed owners or something. It was a... Formerly Petit Auberge. There you go. That's it then. So they they sold out or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, what their new menu is like and that kind of. Anyway, I remember going there. Um, Might have been for Alice's birthday. My father took her there. I don't know, but he would usually go. He would take her out without us kids. Yeah. You want to ruin. They do everything. They ruin fucking everything. Every, they ruin everything. Clothes, clothes, cars, my life, my soul. Fucking like every it does, and it never everything. It never, never stops. Ends. It doesn't stop. It just doesn't, and it will not stop. 
Like the Terminator. It's like the tur- Yeah, <laughs> kids are like the Terminator in the first Terminator. It will not stop. It doesn't Until get hungry. You're dead. It doesn't get sleepy. It doesn't need to rest. <laughs> it it's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> it's amazing how much kids are like the Terminator. Holy shit! I didn't <laughs> Never fucking th- think of that. The Terminator really. If you look at if you talk to Cameron, was it Cameron that did that movie? Yeah. Uh, if you talk to him, he'd say that was really a, a, a metaphor for my. It was a metaphor children. for his children. <laughs> That's fucked up. And then Titanic was like how how he really wanted to drown his kids. <laughs> It's like, I will take this ship down. Shut your fucking mouth. And I'll take everybody else down I'm with him. Taking That's no how much every, I'm taking everybody down. <laughs> so your dad would take Alice to La right. Petite Auberge. Right, but I, we also went there for uh, whatever it was for. But anyway, it was, I remember going, this is before I really started dating. You know, I was probably 13, 14 years old. Right. And you, you gotta have a gotta have a jacket, gotta have a tie, whatever. I'm going, yep. Oh god, this is gonna be awesome because I don't want to do that when you're 14 years old. But anyway, very nervous. Don't know where to put your hand. I mean, it was one of those things. Like I don't know, I don't know what to do, Alice. I'm just, uh, this is uncomfortable. It's fancy. It's fancy. It's not a very big restaurant, which is perfect, right? I love it's that you're not- still a little bit of a hillbilly. Like even <laughs> though not- you were like 13 and like you should have known better, but you, you're still a bit right. of a hillbilly. So so, um, but then this is one of those places too where. Where they have one person who's responsible for breadcrumbs. Yep. You know, they just sweep things off, going around. You don't even really hardly notice them. Right. But like you might be even turning this way and then come back and I'm like, oh, that's gone. Yeah. Where did that guy go? Grab that plate and replaced it or Yeah, so first class. But then I went we went again and then I started getting older. Then I started wanting going. I wanted to go to a nice place because I wanted to go to him too. But yeah, you try to impress your date or something like that, I suppose. Um and uh and I started kind of getting used to nicer restaurants and how to sort of behave and not act like you're a nervous schmo. I haven't been in one of those in a while. So that was, that was, that was a very good, Oh, where's the other place that had that this, uh, beef Wellington was just fantastic. I can't remember. Generic, probably a chain. It was, was it not, chili? It was, was it not, Chili's? It, <laughs> Clearly you, you appreciate I, chains. I, I'm trying to think of a, of a Chili's name that would call, <laughs> of a ah. chili, they would call the shit. A beef, what would you call it? It was like extreme was, beef Wellington. <laughs> the Wellington, El, the El Presidente Wellington or some shit like that. <laughs> Presidente Margaritas. <laughs> I tried to convince Mike to go to, because uh, I, I did a little bit of a day drinking bender yesterday. And I know a bender is typically multiple days. A little but, bit one. I'm trying to talk to you about something. I'm down there in Scottsdale, and Joe's at Sporty's at like 10 in the morning. Yep, 10, 10, 10, 10, 30, 10, 45, something went, like that. Well, this this is not going to go very well. This is going to be a one-way communication here with Joe because he's going to be out just getting I was, and Did you play pool too? No, hell no, I didn't play okay. any pool. No, we stayed at Sporty's for a few beers and a shot, and then we went over to uh, the brewery and – Continue and I and like I just I was, was like working. Uh, uh, Heather. Okay. And then Tasha. Yeah, I, I was there. I didn't. I left at like ten thirty. <laughs> what <laughs> <At> night? Oh, <laughs> holy shit! You drank for twelve hours. I did. I can't believe I was able to do it, man. But uh, you know, I still. Uh, I, I might be an old man, but I can still do. it. I was paying for it today. Though. I think I've done that before. I said I'm just gonna let's just let's just drink for twelve hours today. I probably do that once a year. Yeah. I know I did it about a year or so ago. Da- uh, David uh, Rice was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, are you uh, just day drinking all day? And I'm like, yep. And he goes, remember what the day you did that? I said, yeah, I was like holding court in the very back of the brewery. Yeah. And I just cycled through people. Like I just got there right when they, I, I got there that morning to help uh, like brew a batch of beer. And then we ended up not doing that. So I was there like 10 anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just put the chairs down and started and sat there mm-hmm. and like left when they closed, like Lee closed that night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I can do this. Yeah. Awesome. You should ask me how my no alcohol January is going. I, I, I can already tell. Oh. You're having all sorts of problems. Yeah, with health issues earlier things. Yeah, like, like, like I said earlier, maybe you need to go back to the alcohol. <laughs> no, it's it's not really. I don't know Can what. I tell you my restaurant story? Yeah, well, hold on. I was still, while we were talking, I was thinking of another. While you're talking, I want to make sure I pay attention. But there was, so that that may, I, I'm trying to think if that was the nicest. But see, I automatically categorize it into a fine dining experience as opposed to, you could go to some place that just does, Cajun food in the backyard, a bunch of picnic tables, and, it's and that just would be a, a killer yeah. freaking <clears throat> big pots of jambalaya and stuff. Because I like to do that anyway. I would love to have a huge. I would love to do that. We should do that this spring. We should. Um, I have the equipment to do it too. Yeah, and I mean, just just have a like a lot of people like real casual, mm-hmm. and you'd be like big uh, paper bowls full of just gumbo or jambalaya, and just big hunks of bread. And this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do beer, and uh, and we and, do a, a crab and shrimp. And uh, crawfish boil. Yeah, nothing fan, nothing. No, no, no. That's it. That's the food. Old bay seasoning. Right. The, that's it. The boil is the food. No, no, no one's gonna bring any sides and that kind of nonsense. Uh, no. Hold, There's, hold on. This is be, my fantasy. This is, should be certain sides though for that. Oh, like what? I don't fucking know. Uh, isn't there certain sides that would go with a boil? Uh, drunkenness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. I mean, I, I don't. I never really had sides. I don't, I've got to th- maybe. I'm trying uh, to think. I because in the boil, in the boil is already. I mean, your corn and your potatoes and all everything. that crap. Yeah. yeah, and then and then of course there's shrimp in there. If it's South Carolina, whatever, blue sometimes crab, but shrimp sausage is in there. We're, chunks we're, of sausage. You're making me hungry. Sorry, and that's okay. Anyway, we haven't really done this, have we? No. We you, should invite you may, all of our listeners to do you it. May, you may have... We can have a big boil out here, man. That's a good God, idea. Think about just having sing a bunch of tables, just getting a big, massive, like, seafood... <gasps> excuse me. Boil out here. I may make jambalaya also one time, too. Just a huge pot of jambalaya. Cajun jambalaya, not uh, Creole. What's the difference? How mm-hmm. how burnt something is? Kind of. Yeah. But but the Creole has more seafood in it, and Cajun usually can, sometimes oh, doesn't, yeah. as far as jambalaya goes. Right. That's the main... The main difference, um, but yeah, that would be good. Think of it, that's just simple, right? It's a good idea. No, just we'd... fold folding chairs, big tables, nice music, beer, and a big boil or big hunk of uh, etouffee or uh, mm. oh yeah, crawfish etouffee. Okay, I'm so sorry. Anyway, that could be a fantastic dining experience, also. Or you didn't say fantastic. What did you say? What was you saying? restaurant experience? Restaurant experience. So say so I will. I will lead in. That's my opening. That's card. your. That's that's La, La Petito Bears. Right, right. Okay, I kind of have that beat mostly because I I didn't get the, an accurate experience. Okay. Uh, because of well, okay. So, uh, friend Tyson, we've talked about him before mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, was a classically trained chef. His first restaurant he worked at out right out of school. Uh, was at some place I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was like a upscale, like kind of like upscale Mexican cuisine, right? And it was at the yeah. clubhouse at a golf course in Scottsdale. Oh, we're back in Scottsdale. Yeah, we're back to Scottsdale. <laughs> that place is gonna draw us. And in. that guy that he the the chef the executive chef that he worked under, uh, for, I think it was three years he worked there. They just became really good friends. He went they went to Mexico together. Like he learned a lot about the cuisine. He learned a lot of Spanish working there and all that. So and you could really tell by a lot of his cooking had like this kind of that had that kind of that that little little wash like painted with a 
a, the brush, the Mexican brush, like mm-hmm. almost everything. And, and Mexican food was the shit that he could cook the absolute best for the most part. So uh, he hit me up and said, hey, remember my chef uh, friends, uh, you know, the, the, my chef that I worked under right out of school. Uh, he's up in Vegas now. And I said, oh, cool. Where, where's he at? And he's like, oh, he's at uh, Mesa Grill, which is Bobby Flay's restaurant mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Caesars. And I'm like, that's badass. He goes, yeah, he invited me up and up. And I said, you know, can I bring my friend Joe? And he said, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to, we're going to do that. And that was like the follow. It was like on a Wednesday. We were going up there on Friday night. So we drive up to we go to park at Caesars and we are greeted by him and the owner of the place, which would be Bobby fucking Flay. Nice. So we dined at the table kind of in the back, uh, not in the back, but like his corner table kind of in the, like away from most of the people. So we did that, and it was their uh, Bobby Flay, the chef de cuisine, the executive chef, some someone's girlfriend or wife or something of, of somebody, and then Tyson and I. And it was eighteen courses, probably. Oh, nice! I mean, yeah. eighteen, and it was and it was a different experience, I'm sure, than that because we kind of did like a tasting menu, but the amount of alcohol that was provided was like <laughs> it was starting to get me worried, and like about money because I hadn't gone up there planning to spend a thousand dollars. Not that I had a thousand alcohol is what is what it's, does like. alcohol does. It. Yeah. Like you can go like the, some, what some people still regard as the nicest restaurant on the face of the planet uh, is the French laundry, Thomas Keller's place up mm-hmm. in uh, Yontville, California. We talked about that. Yeah. And their, their tasting menu, like the chef tasting menu, the previous day is like $325, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a shit ton of money. That's definitely not McDonald's money or no. Filiberto's. Unless it's the turquoise freaking, McDonald's in Sedona. Right. But that's not a lot of money for the like the greatest restaurant on earth. Like, no, it, like it's the, not. It's, it's that not. It is a chunk of money. But, but it's, if you, it's, buy, you don't do it every night. For exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. It, but, but then when you look at their, I looked at their drink menus and I'm like, the cheapest bottle of wine that they have is like five hundred dollars. Right. I'm like, okay, that's where that money comes from. So I like I knew I knew where the big expense was gonna come from. So I was kinda worried about it. And Ty's like, no, don't worry about it. We'll figure this out. Uh, cause they just kept ordering more, like a bottle after bottle after bottle and oh, margaritas well, yeah. and like all these super fancy margaritas and yeah. holy shit. And the Food was stellar. It's gonna be stellar. It's gonna be impeccable because it's we're we're sitting at his the owner's table, right, right? Right. However, that still was an amazing experience for me. Amazing, like just and it was really cool to see. Uh, and they took us in the kitchen, uh, kind of like around the periphery. It's a very very big open kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, took us in the kitchen and I just watched people like just super busy, very packed kitchen. This isn't like I don't know if you ever worked. In a proper kitchen, not a proper kitchen, but like a not pizza kitchen. Yes, I have. Okay, so, yeah. uh, you know, you have normal kitchen, normal restaurant, regular mom and pop shop. You've got one person washing dishes, uh, you know, one person doing most of the cooking, and then another person who's helping that person doing most of the cooking, mm-hmm. right? This was one person's making the hand-pressed tortillas and frying them. One person is making this one. There's like 50 fucking people in this place and only maybe six stations where you can cook at. That was impressive just to see that and have how everything was timed perfectly was just so impressive and how everything paired up well. And I'm like, this this is amazing. And then uh, would not let us pay for the, the meal. Wow. Refused, absolutely refused. 
Like I like I said, no, I, I can we do something? They said, absolutely not. We don't. And their servers get get paid. Uh, they don't ask you to. They have signs up that say "Don't tip," mm-hmm. because the servers all make like probably thirty dollars an hour or something like that. Because yeah. they have, they all know every single menu item that they memorized that day, and every single bit of their their liquor selection, their wine selection, everything. Those servers are like bartenders, chefs, and everything all wrapped into one person. So it was that was a really neat experience to actually see. Not only the nuts and bolts of it after, but while like you know, while that food's coming out, I'm like Jesus Christ. They just it's like they know. Like mm-hmm. you said, there's also a, a girl that would would come around and was like cleaning up the uh, like uh, somebody had spilled like some some sort of red sauce or something on mm-hmm. the white tablecloth. Right. And she came over and she said, "I'm sorry. Normally we would replace the tablecloth, but there's a, people just got their entrees." So she laid a white. Uh, like linen napkin mm-hmm. <laughs> over top of the stain mm-hmm. so we didn't have to look at the stain on the fucking table. And I'm like, this is too much. It's too much. But that but that was probably, that was up there with the absolute best experience I've ever had Sounds at good. a restaurant. Oh, it's yeah. It was, and it was so worth it. And it was cool to like, I honestly always thought Bobby Flay was a fucking dick. He always seemed like a dick on TV. He seemed like a dick in interviews. And he seems like a dick to work for. But and apparently. He also seemed like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he, and he also seemed always, always uh, was kind of skeevy on his TV show and the yeah. Food Network. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. always had some like attractive female on there and he was always like, oh, what we could do here? And he like put his hands on her shoulders and I'm like, you're fucking slime ball. <laughs> Why are you acting like a like a, a stereotypical boss? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so I just always assumed he was a prick. Super fucking nice guy. Really down to earth. Swears a lot. Just... You could tell that he worked in has worked in kitchens his entire life. Yeah, because he's just fuck this and fucking goddamn piece of shit and like yeah. So, and he recognized the fact that he's an Irish white boy from like the Bronx or whatever that is has a place called Mesa Grill and it's predominantly Mexican food. Yeah, I would say some of the other you know there's several moments I can think of on having a meal. Like I remember one of the coolest things. When I worked in Germany years ago, when I was a fair bit younger, they had um, a big company celebration of some kind. It was like the 500th glider that they built or something like that. And so that weekend, that Saturday night, it was a big company party. And they have, you're probably familiar with these. I I know you're familiar with what they are, but you maybe you know the name because I don't. It's some kind of an outdoor thing that you put a bunch of brats in, let it, it kind of swings around, yeah. kind of swinging around and it's flip things around. It's a good flugel. No, I have no idea. I was going to make up something German. <laughs> have you seen these before, though? We talked about it on the podcast oh, before, and I knew okay. exactly what you were talking about because we had one in Boy Scouts. Okay. Whenever when we would go, not on like a backpacking trip, just regular where you drive to the yeah. campsite, uh, we had one of those because it was it you it was so useful, and there was like. What do you have? Like three, two to three troop leaders, and then like thirty boys, twenty five boys. Yeah. Stop! Oh god damn it! <laughs> so many fucking hand jobs. <laughs> I would. No one touched my booty hole did, or my did, penis. Did you get your hand, your hand it, job pin? Did you? Did you get the? It's a merit badge. And thank yes, you. That's no, what I mean. I did not. Not your pin. <laughs> pin. That's Girl Scouts. You dick. <laughs> This is fucking bullshit. I don't have to take this abuse, Paul. <laughs> they were merit badges, and yes, and I yes, earned mine. I earned mine. In fact, I got double stars because I did it double time, like I'm downhill skiing. <laughs> Fuck you. People fucking make fun of the Boy Scouts, but I'm God not damn making it. fun of the Boy yes, Scouts. Yes, you are. 
No, I'm smart. not. I'm just. You made a child molestation it's just an joke. E- it's an easy target because, you know, it's like. Yeah, low hanging fruit. I, I, fucking, sorry. Okay. <laughs> fucking goddamn white people, so, I swear. So, 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 so sorry. Right, and so what anyway, I was going to say is oh, so the type of. You would have that in we Boy had, Scouts. We had one of those in Boy Scouts and it was it fit on a tripod. What do you normally. What did you normally cook on there? Anything. Okay. I mean, we, we would put foil down, yeah. light the fire, and make biscuits on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, we, but, I mean, all. I mean, now, it, this it, German guy cooking these brats probably is what mm-hmm. they were, but you know, he, he made sure it was always moving. Is that what you're supposed to do or to just hang there? Are you supposed to kind of yeah, so that you jockey don't get it around? Hot spots. Okay. So this, this is what it would do. It would yeah. kind of move it around. Because it was over an open fire, right? Like yes. open flame. Yeah. Open flame is inconsistent. So you have to move you gotta it. You got to move it around. Exactly. Keep, keep it going. That's why, like, if you go to. Not that I. I don't want to get I I don't want to go off on a rant about it, but I really just hate grilled steak because it's always fucking dry. And even people are like, well, I know how to cook steak. It, if you did, you wouldn't be using a grill. Sorry, Tim. I fucking know you disagree with me on that one. Mike's the same way. I like grilled but if steak. You, though. If you go to a any high end real fucking deal steak it's house, in a pan, isn't it, it is a yep. It's either in cast iron. Yep. Or it's it actually it's almost always in cast iron. That's what Longhorn and steaks did. They always advertise pan fried, pan fried, pan fried steaks. Bistro style is the way it's it's yeah. it, 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 any sort of fatty steak. That's how it's supposed to be cooked. Mm-hmm. And you know, get the fuck out of here if you don't have fat on your steak because you suck. So the people that think filet mignon is the best cut of meat, bullshit. It's very very tender. It's very well. It's really so am I, but I'm not definitely I not the you, best cut I of meat. You, no, that's very true, and I'm, that's also true. It just doesn't have any fat, so it doesn't have hardly any flavor. It's just so it's just because. A ribeye is I understand what you're saying. just yep. as tender, but it has yeah. tons of flavor. But anyway, yeah, you go to a high-end steakhouse, and it's going to be cast iron, and normally it's going to be one of those ridiculous infrared broilers that's like 3,000 degrees. Yes, that's ins- those it's insane. It's like 15 seconds under that thing, and that gets your perfect crust. And then flop it in the in the uh, oven. I mean, in the on the pan. Yes, yeah. exactly. So uh, anyway, uh, what was I saying? I'm fucking, I don't, I don't know. know. I lost it. Lost it. What I was going to say is this, though. This what, what I mean is there are several, and I'll, and now I've thought of another one. It was, for me, the the most fun dining experience. Like, Petito Bear is not fun, necessarily. It's nice. Yeah. The food is wonderful. The service is, is wonderful. It's like, you leave there and go, wow, that was just, it was just fucking nice. But this company party at this aircraft factory out on the Saturday when they had those things going and kegs of beer from some local small brewery in Germany and the near the black forest where we were, you know, it wasn't very far away from, from that area. Go ahead. I remember what I was going to say is that yeah. uh, when you, I worked at a, a steakhouse and rib joint here in, here in town when I was like 16 and they grilled their steaks mm-hmm. and they're constantly moving it. Mm-hmm. They constantly moved it because it was actually over a wood fire. Okay. And the reason they constantly move it is because you don't have consistent heat mm-hmm. on a infrared broiler or fucking even a George Foreman grill. Like it's consistent heat. Or for that matter, fire cast iron, of course. Cast it's, iron heats up evenly. One of the, the reasons why cast iron is so, so useful. It's, a, it's the best freaking thing you can own. Right. Anyway. So, so that's um, but that's why but that's why he kept kept it swinging. Gotcha. So you. But I remember just just the memory of that, and yes, it was really good food and really good beer, and people brought out schnapps late at night, you know this, and we're doing that, and so the whole the whole moment. So I'm over there as basically a kid. The first time I was seventeen, I guess, and then I was like twenty the next time I went over there. But it was 
It was being there in the fatherland, in the in in the uh, where these beautiful aircraft were being built right there. Wasn't it? This is not a big factory now. It's not like Ford or GM with big smokestacks pumping out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it's it's a you know reasonably you know several buildings that would at finishing buildings and beginning building all this kind of stuff. So they had like a hundred employees, maybe something like that. But they would they would. Uh, so I just remember, you know, the sun going down and drinking this wonderful beer. You're over there. You're learning these fantastic skills with craftsmen, and you're eating this thing in this open fire. And the memories just come flooding back. You know, it was just yeah. a a real moment in my. I remember. I will never forget this. You know, a moment in my life. And then I remember there was another one where we did an offshore fishing tournament in uh, Georgetown, South Carolina, and um, that's when they. That's did- the whitest sentence I've ever heard you say. <laughs> We did an offshore fishing tournament. It, <laughs> Georgetown, South Georgetown, Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, pretty fucking white. Was but the they, boat, well, the boat was white too, wasn't it? it they're all the boats fucking, are mostly white. Everything's kind of what happens white. if you fall down on the boat? They're just gonna lose. You. You're gonna blend into the fucking deck. You guys they are would, so goddamn white. I don't know what happened. Where'd Paul go? <laughs> oh no, there Where'd he is. Where'd Hugo? Where'd Hugo? <laughs> <laughs> But um, but they had this big sound system there, and and it, it was uh, big out. It was a huge crawfish boil. So every night they'd have a certain some group was sponsoring the meal, and this one right. It was this. I've never seen so many fucking crawfish in my entire life, and all, everybody's entered. You know, it's like fifty boats are there, and they're all crew. There's like three to five people or so, and families coming around. They had some outdoor live music, and this is when Garth Brooks is really getting cranking. So we were, you know friends in low places and <laughs> i take I back just, my previous statement about the whitest thing you've ever said it's just, now this it's, story is getting wider, wider and, and wider, wider and wider, and wider. <laughs> but there but there was, was so was there any jimmy buffett being played i'm that's, sure there was and there comes that topic and i wasn't old back then i was a it was whatever i was uh it was, was before life then. had beaten you down yeah it, it was i was probably 25 30 i was probably yeah right in that between 25 and 30 years old um, and, uh, and then, and then the great thing is you come back and you clean, you know, someone wins the tournament that day or whatever, and that's fine. They get some kind of a cash prize, which is pretty substantial sometimes, but everybody's grilling their, their, their tuna or their mahi mahi, mm-hmm. which is dolphin actually, if they call it, you know, dolphin or whatever. And there's different, oh, uh, um, Dorado, uh, Wahoo, Wahoo, yeah. Wahoo is fantastic fish. Love Wahoo. Anyway, that's always good too, right? So what I'm saying is, you know, when you're talking flip flops and shorts and and and, uh, Garth and, and beer and just and, and everybody, you know, these huge tables out there and just crawfish and you know fresh fishes all over the place and you know girls running around. You need a boat. I'm not gonna get a boat. I'm you not. said that I needed to find you a of an old like a busted up fiberglass uh, deck boat and you would buy it and fix it up. I still would do that, okay. but I'm not sure how much time I'm going to put into a to a let me do boating. It. What every you weekend? Know. Oh, every okay. weekend, and we'll have our own. I was trying to get Mr. Steve Redman to buy the boat. Remember this a few years ago? Yeah. I said you need to buy. Look, I've got an airplane we can fly around in. You need to buy a boat, right? So we can use your boat. We can use my airplane. Remember, and... we talked about it's going to be me, you, and Mike. Right, kind of go in together on the boat, right. and then Steve would buy do the, the mechanical. Boat, then... Steve do the mechanical but, work. Right, and if it were busted in like a hole in it, we would all come here and work on it here, right. and we'd do. I was going to do the sound. Was it right for the sound we system? Had it all figured sure it's all... out. Had it all figured out. And then Steve got a girlfriend. Oh. Thanks, Steve. 
It happened to Adam. Thanks, fucking God damn it. You, it just, you ruined my life. Just <laughs> being so dramatic. It's like, whatever, Steve. Thanks for nothing. I'm glad you're happy. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. So, so do you remember? This might be putting you. <laughs> oh, my God. We oh, haven't yeah. Even, folks, we haven't even had that much caffeine. Like, I had, had one I've cup had, of coffee I've today. I've had no caffeine today. And, and uh, yes, I'm day. What, what day are we in the month? What 17th. I'm 17 days no alcohol. Oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine. Good with for that. you though, buddy. How I'm do you fine. feel? I have. I feel. I feel good. And I did splurge a little bit in Scottsdale. I, I admit at this at 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 Papado, I had a slice of. This is the most sugar I've had in 17 days. Was a slice of uh, uh, this uh, this pecan pumpkin pie with this bourbon sauce. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that, gotta put that bourbon sauce. You can just put it everywhere. Ooh, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had that. So actually, carbohydrates in that form are more my downfall. You know, I could go literally. I could go without alcohol. The only problem is I I enjoy like there's some good live music coming up, some events coming up, and things like that. So that's what I would miss is going to an event and not being able to sit down and drinking a beer, right? Relaxing, you know, having some fun conversation. That that's what I would miss. But if I gentleman said you just gotta stay away from alcohol for three more months while you're going under this, whatever's happening to you. know, if, if it was a thing that was, a, yeah. I'd go, yeah, okay, okay. I, can, I can do it. Yeah. I, can, I can do that. But if someone said you had to stay away from... Shouting. You can't, you're not allowed <laughs> you to, can't. you're not allowed to shout. Then I would just explode right then. I would just, yeah, just you boom. would just immediately get fucking angry. Right. Um, Constantly bleeding steam. Yeah. It's more like, I have a sweet tooth. That That's my, that's my big, uh, that's my big downfall. I want to shift gears. Okay. Away from food. Because totally. something happened this past week. And, and then I want to come back to food. Kind of fucking pisses me off a little bit. Is that what I do? No, it wasn't you. It's not uh, always about you. I thought it was. You mathematical dick. I'm like, the, I'm like, I'm like quoting movies by accident all fucking night long, and I didn't I'm need like to. I'm like the Catholic church where there's the center of the universe, right? The earth is the center of the universe, and... Yeah, it's all yeah. About me. I'm, I'm kind of the Catholic Very, Church. You are kind of like the Catholic Church, and in fact, you always make the touching little boys' butthole jokes. Yep. Class of 2020 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh oh. I haven't even heard this. This, this is fresh. Oh, this is all fresh to you. Okay, Pat Brent. Benatar, Dave Matthews Band. Okay, I'm okay. Depeche with... Mode. Okay. Doobie Brothers. All right. Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, and MC5. Okay, so are you missing something that should be in there okay. this year? Or you're... Those are the nominees. They announced the oh. the, the inductees. When was this? Huh? When Wednesday. did this happen? Wednesday. Day, uh, uh, I was down there. Right? Yeah. I was down there playing in Scottsdale. <laughs> so those the, were the nominees. The, those were the nom- for the uh, audience that's going to now pay attention in me. <laughs> Dave Matthews, Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Bands, uh, Depeche Mode, Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, and MC5. Okay. And okay. the winners. Now, the, let's, the let's crack that apart. Okay. First off, Pat Benatar, she's she's rock goddess. I get it. Whatever. I saw her at Auburn. Uh, was she going to school? Was it? Did you I wonder and, how old she was? Look at you fucking name dropping constantly. Like, oh, no, that's no, 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 no. Me and Pat Benatar and fucking. No, she. Who, who was the fucking. Gary old? Sheffield. No, who was the fucking Bo Jackson? That's it was right. like me and Bo and Pat were hanging out. I'm like, who's Bo? 
Bo Jackson. Who's Pat? Who's he? It's a she. It's Pat fucking Benatar. <laughs> I was like second or third row at one of, one of their arenas, wherever it was in, in Auburn. And you, she, you know, she was dating or married to the lead guitar player. I can't remember his name now. You know, they, they were they were together. Don't. I, I, so some dude comes up, you know, he runs up on the stage and jumps in there and tries to grab Pat Benatar. And that guy wasn't happy. I mean, he uses a guitar. He was still playing and kind of went, pow. And the guy knocked off the guy off the stage. That's awesome. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's so my Pat, Pat Benatar, Benatar I'm cool with that. Dave Matthews bands, they deserve it. Sure. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, but they. But they, they, they have their moment. They've had. Thing. They and they still do because yeah. they sell out fucking huge tours okay. every single year. Uh, and I've seen them twice. Like they're. It's a really good show. It's just not. I don't go out of my way to listen to Dave Matthews band very often. Right. I just. I just don't. Um, Depeche Mode, groundbreaking. They deserve it. Fucking amazing show. Yes. It's like a religious experience. Yeah. The Doobie Brothers definitely deserve it. In fact, I was surprised that they weren't already they're in kind there. They're kind of a, yeah. Judas Priest, kind of surprised they're not already in there. Kraftwerk, pushing the boundaries of what we're calling rock and roll, but I still think that they We were deserving. this argument before, though. It's like, you know, there are other people that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that have that aren't rock and roll. Not even a little bit. So, But then where else are they going to go? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, there was one that I left out. So there's MC5 and then Notorious B.I.G. Okay. Okay. Well, like a Notorious B.I.G. is not rock and roll either. Right. Kind but, of, yeah, but it's all, but it's attitude. And that's what they said. That's when they started putting hip hop in there was. Is there a hip hop? Six, seven years ago. Museum, if we will, rock and roll. I, I don't know. But like I do know that. Could be. I do know that they started inducting right. uh, folks from rap and hip hop yeah. uh, like four years ago, I think. Because I went there, you know, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like a year ago. Yeah. Right. And I wonder if there are other conversations like this other people have. Like, so you know what? We ought to have a, 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 a I'm other sure different genres. We I, ought to have a separate. I have thing. no doubt in my mind that there's probably some sort of hip hop okay. Hall of Fame or something like that. Or they just were like, nah, we're going to do that in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So the people that actually won, that these are the ones that are going to be inducted this year Depeche Mode, Doobie Brothers, Whitney fucking Houston. Nine Inch Nails, The Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex. They let, like, they, like, MC5, fucking, really? Really? You're going to induct Whitney Houston over fucking MC5? Are you serious right she's now? She's obviously a, just a pop, well, she was a talented singer. She was a no very question. talented singer, yeah. absolutely. And she was like, I, I've seen her video of her smoking crack. She can suck a glass dick better oh, than yeah. anybody I've ever seen. But that doesn't fucking matter. Like, you, like, MC5, the Motor City 5, are you fucking kidding? Like, they're... I don't know. It just it just pissed me off when I saw that. And then they like I kind of so go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say I would like because of the these are valid. I've heard these things before too. Or I remember paying more attention years ago and going that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Why like, that? Like I don't think Def Leppard deserves to be there. Yeah, I, I'm not a Def Leppard fan. <laughs> I I was I text Roger Mueller while I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and said I'm specifically voting as many times in this because they you can you put in your email address and you can mm -hmm. vote. Mm -hmm. Right, you can vote for the uh, the uh, nominees on like the third floor. It's a pretty cool experience. That that whole place is that was my, amazing. Yeah, that was my but, next question. Is that so? They that has some weight in the in the in the calculus. It is. I, yeah, it's I the, suppose it's the fan vote. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's the no 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 no. no that's just some oh, that that's that carries the, some that's, that's weight. The section of the of the of the algorithm, if you will. That's part. Yes. That's part of it. Yes. Okay. My next question was, then, how do they do this? What is there a board? Is there yeah? Is it is it artists that have already been inducted? No, maybe it's, they a, get it's, to... it's a bunch of different people. Okay, yeah, I like, like to know that. 
Well, not right now. Not right now. I will research that okay. and get back to you. Okay, thank you. But the fact that they fucking left out MC5 really, really fucking pisses me off. And, like, Whitney Houston didn't write any of her own fucking music. No, she didn't. Her biggest hit was the Dolly Parton It's song. like Linda Ronstadt, and that's why I apologize for last week. I was just going on and on about Linda Ronstadt, and I know that's on. I'm, I'm not going to go off in the rush. I'm just saying I'm well aware she didn't write any of her stuff, but she was kind of a vocal force she, back in her time. Absolutely. So. I, that, that's not to say that Whitney Houston isn't fucking talented or was Correct. talented. Correct. Same thing goes for Linda Ronstadt. Huge talent. Amazing, uh, right. like... Amazing uh, singer and and stage, you know, da da da. So all that, all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. But to be Hall of Fame worthy, mm-hmm. I don't know that Whitney Houston deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know that she deserves to be in any sort of Hall of Fame except for like a performer Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, like no, it's I'm, just, I'm, I'm, it's just I think I'm with you. Fucking irritates me because I like even it's uh, you Hall know, of Fame. Yeah, yeah, it's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's important. Uh, so, I would like to know how they uh, how they oh so if they say I wonder what the rules are. I'm just curious. Do they they say we we have five or whatever uh, nominations every and then we're gonna, we take three or uh, these aren't right numbers. But I'm just saying because if they have to take and can MC five can they can they um, start their own Hall of Fame? No, <laughs> they should in Detroit. <laughs> no. Can someone else nominate them or whatever uh, three years from now? Or how does that work? You know, how, uh, I, I'm. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, if you just don't get in this time, doesn't mean you're not worthy of being there. So how do you get bumped up again? So a nominating committee composed of rock and roll historians selects names for the performers category: singers, vocal groups, bands, and instrumentalists of all kinds, which are then voted on by roughly 500 experts across from across the world. They, those selected to vote include academics, journalists, producers, and others with music industry experience. Artists become eligible for induction 25 years after the release of their first record. Oh, okay. That's Cri- interesting. Criteria, That's interesting. Okay. Uh, which I actually kind of already knew that. I did not. Okay. Um, which is really starting to make me feel old because there's shit on, there are people on there that are like, has it been 25 years since <laughs> Biggie came out? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. More than that. Uh, let's see, criteria include influence and significance uh, of the artist's con- contributions to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll. Block approval voting is used with those nominees who receive the most votes being inducted, subject to a minimum of 50% approval. See, and it still says rock and roll, influence of rock and roll. So yep. there are a lot of people yep. that shouldn't, based on that, they need to broaden yes. the definition. Yep. I, I don't, <laughs> I Based off of that criteria, MC5 definitely should have been there because they're influential in um, heavy metal. They're influential when it came to indie rock because they did everything on their fucking own. They were influential to... um, Hell, even the Beatles fucking name dropped MC5. Mm -hmm. Like, they they even listened to this weird hard rock that was coming out of of Detroit. And, and, And punk rock. Like really, like they fucking proto punk, like them and the Stooges. Yeah. They practically fucking invented it. I I know that everybody wants to argue that shit, and it's gonna go. It goes. People call the Who the same kind of shit. I fucking get that, but MC Five has direct fucking links to rock and roll. Whitney Houston doesn't, and it irritates me. I feel like Bobby Brown is more qualified to be in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, if you were than to Whitney put Houston. so Whitney would be what soul and um, mm-hmm. soul soul pop soul soul pop. I don't know. Like R and B, R and B, something like that. Yeah. So by that definition, again, by their own criteria, Whitney Houston and others, right, 
should not be in there. But R and B, R and B. I mean, that's that's where. Rock, Is there an R and B fucking? There ought to be one of those. I, but that, that's a large enough category. They should have a separate, or yeah. they, they should just call it the Music Hall of Fame, and then have different wings, and just have fucking everybody there, and, and not induct wings. They have, they have plenty wings. of wings. We got enough wings at the Hall of Fame here. I told you the story. I'm sure on one of these uh, episodes before too, but I remember uh, I was. Okay, so haha, ha, we're funny. We drove for uh, Domino's Pizza, or I did, right? And you take uh, sometimes it, some people need to ride home because they didn't have, they weren't old enough to probably work there. <laughs> but the phone, usually female ran the phones usually mm-hmm. back when I was doing all this crap. And we call them ha because we're funny call girls. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> aren't you guys hilarious? Oh, aren't you? Yeah. So funny. Woo. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was taking one of the call girls home. <laughs> because, <laughs> which is an even funnier phrase right and <clears throat> and uh there was a song on the radio this this would have been about oh god i'm trying to think 80 call it 85 i'm guessing i'm okay. 85 just a guess and um and uh she goes oh i like this song and I, I can't remember what it was and she goes oh this is i think about this who was it? It was uh, Paul McCartney and Wings or Ew. something like that. Ew. Okay. Okay. It was something like that. And I wasn't really whatever it was. And she goes, hey, wasn't he? No, it was some other band that he was in after after Wings. What was he in after Wings? Paul McCartney. Was there another thing? I don't think there was. I've already Are you sure you're not ever. thinking about George Harrison and it was no, the Traveling no, no. Wilburys? Because no, that's no, not no. the right time. No, I know what you're saying. No, okay. I'm fucking the story up. But anyway, but the point was this. Is something about Paul McCartney came up and it wasn't. And she goes, hey, wasn't he in another band or something like that, like Wings? That's what she said. It was something like, holy shit. And I went, yep. Yep. He was in Wings and <laughs> the Beatles. A group called the Beatles. Oh, my God. And, uh, oh. Anyway, it was a moment. It was a moment. Even back then. So back then I learned and she was probably 16 or something. I don't know. I was not that much older, but it was like I felt a large chasm right there between us. <laughs> that huge, and age I wasn't chasm. that old. <laughs> and I went, "Oh my god, she's near where like the Beatles are." Twenty-two, and she's sixteen. She's like, "Is oh, he in another band that like Wings or something?" <laughs> exactly. And you're like, like <laughs> guaranteed, she sounded like that. I think it was in another band. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, it's grody. It, I, you know, I, I like that impersonation is actually a nurse that I work with. <laughs> And uh, Andrea, if you're listening, or Ed, if you're listening, you guys know exactly who that is. Like, she's the one who said that because we were, they had removed a drinking fountain. <laughs> this is so stupid. They removed one of the drinking fountains across from the nurses' station on one of the units I work on, right? Why? They were, because they were redoing oh. on the other side of that wall where the drinking fountain was is the break room, and they were remodeling the break room and rerunning like water lines. Okay, fine. So they, they temporarily they, getting rid temporarily, of it. right? So they pulled off. And I was like, no, oh, the drinking fountain's gone. And uh, and this woman's like, drinking fountains are disgusting. Drinking fountains should be illegal. <laughs> and I'm just, we all just kind of looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I go, all right. Illegal. I'll bite. Why should they be illegal? Because they're just nasty and they're full of germs. And I'm like, by that rationale, you shouldn't be legal. Everybody, every human being should be illegal. Like, it's good for the immune system. How are you a germaphobe and you work in a hospital? (laughs) 
She was also. Why don't so, you work in a Why don't you work in a rubbing alcohol factory? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, you should You should just work at a sonic sterilizer factory. <laughs> uh, this is also the same. She's like, oh, but they're just they're gross. I'm like, oh, whatever. But she, this is also the same woman who uh, I got in trouble because I made the comment. She's an anti-vaxxer. Was oh right. She actually changed her mind, or she she hourly she, she changed, changed her, her mind. Well, she changed her mind because I think she was guilted and just berated by so many people that are way smarter than her mm-hmm. about it. Um, and uh, there was some other reason why. Like I think it was one, like one of her. I don't know. Like what, some friend of hers like didn't get didn't get like their fucking flu shot, and then. That kid got flu and then gave it to everybody in their house. And it turns out wah, wah, one of her kids is immune com- compromised Uh-oh. and got really fucking sick. Oh, so which would have been avoided if you would have just gotten a goddamn flu shot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, so she was so knowing that and that just annoyed me. So me and friend of mine, whom I just mentioned, we walked down to get our flu shots one year. You walk down like middle of the night, you go to like a this resource nurse, like staffing offices, like deep in kind of in the bowels of the admin part of the hospital. Mm-hmm. So go down there. She gives us our flu shots. We walk back upstairs. As soon as the elevator doors open onto that unit, I'm like, God, I can't believe how quickly I feel autistic after getting that fucking flu <laughs> shot. <laughs> and of course, everybody at the nurse's station laughs hysterically, except for the one anti-vaxxer just staring me the fuck down. I, that was like my Friday night or whatever. I woke up that the next afternoon Right, go home, go to bed. Woke up the next afternoon to like three missed calls and then a voicemail from my boss. And she's like, I really need to talk to you about your comments last night. I'm like, what the fuck is, why are you calling me repeatedly, first off? So I call her back and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she goes, yeah, I was wondering if you could uh, come in. We need to talk about this. And I'm like, am I in trouble? And she's like, kind of, like I had to give you, I had to write you up for whatever. I'm like, <laughs> okay. For, for feeling autistic. I will be there. She didn't tell me what it was for, so I just showed oh, up. Okay. Go into her office, and she's and she shuts the door, and I was like, what am I being written up for? And she's like, you made the comment about feeling autistic after getting the, um, <laughs> getting the flu shot. <laughs> just, and I started I just laughing. heard that two, two minutes ago, and I'm laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 Got about a part way through the sentence like I did, and then you started laughing. That's what I did to her. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? She's you should like, have said, did I say that? That was funny. That's what she like, should have and said. I'm like, she's like, you know, it's just offensive to some people. And I'm like, to some people, you mean this one specific person. Mm-hmm. This is a house of science, okay? We practice medicine here. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a bachelor's degree in science. It's a BSN, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, yeah, I understand that, but we have to play nice. No, I don't. Not in the face of ignorance. No, I don't. And I'm not signing that right up. And if we need to get HR involved, I will get HR involved because Mm -hmm. this is BS. And I'm not going to deal with this. Mm -hmm. So I actually decided to take a stand on that. I'm thinking I might get fired. But if I'm going to get fired, I'm going to fucking take a bunch of people down with me. So uh, she goes, what do you mean you won't sign it? I'm like, well, I'm not going to sign it. You can't force me to sign it. And... If that means we have to escalate it up to human resources or something like that, then that's fine. And you're, I'm okay but I'm, with that, but I'm letting you know right now that she's ignorant. I know that. Everyone around here knows that. But you need bodies in those rooms so you don't let her go or let her transfer somewhere. So we have to put up with it because she's ignorant? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. This place has so many people dying all the time. It's fucking depressing as hell. And I injected a little bit of cynical, sadistic humor. 
Okay, one person didn't find it funny. Everybody else thought it was funny. I'm not signing anything. Mm-hmm. So how do you want to proceed? And she's like, uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry I wasted your time on your day off. And I'm like, me too. Anything else? And she shredded the write-up. And I never heard anything more about it ever again. That's an interesting way that to ha- w- handle that. It's like... Um it's like normal protocol is they write you whatever business you're in, you know, they write you up. You have to sign. People just comply. They just do that. And you're like, no, no, I'm not yeah. going to sign that because I'm not in the wrong. There was one other time where I, I did, I refused to sign a write up and I eventually, uh, it did go to HR, but that was, it was, a, it was before that it was with a different supervisor mm-hmm. and, uh, he had his hand forced. Yeah. You doing all right over there, buddy? Yeah, I'm fine. You, you burped you, that, you burped that kielbasa. Did you hear you? that? Yeah. Was it bad? No, it wasn't that bad. But it was, it, it was but kind it, of. Under- but it was a look on your face. It looked like you just swallowed a turd. It, when it, you burped. It, was like, it was like an adagio baseline. You could barely hear it. It was just a- <laughs> an adagio baseline. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Oh God, get, get stop, adagio. That anyway, I I've done that before because you when you sign it, you're acknowledging you're just you're basically admitting fault. Yeah. And, and I'm not like, you're I, not you weren't going to do that. Yeah, it like, wasn't because I, yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. I may have done something maybe off color, but I made a joke that made everybody except for one person laugh. Right. In a place where there's very little laughter. Right. So sorry, that person can go fuck themselves. Uh, yeah, there was a there was just a like one other. I don't remember what it was. That lady looks super orange, too. OK, maybe you need to check on your yeah, settings. She's not as orange as first orange lady. No, the first orange lady was like she. She definitely looked like, what did I say? She looked like she was dipped in Cheeto dust. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's another time where I just said, no, I'm not going to sign that. And he's like, you have to sign it. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to do, and I, and I use the like fucking Sam Jackson line. I'm like, I don't have to do anything but stay white and die. <laughs> now, I will die on the sill because I didn't do anything wrong, and that write-up is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And if we want to carry it further, then we can take it further. And he's just like, Man, I, I appreciate you standing up for yourself, but I have to write you up for this. And I'm like, I understand that. And I don't have to fucking sign it. All right. Uh, and then later on, like, off well, the it record, makes sense. Like, anyway, I mean, you guys are required to have flu shots and stuff. Anyhow, it's like this. We is are. Dumb... Or you can wear a mask. OK. You can, Yeah. You wear a mask. And, yeah. But you wear see these people walking around wearing masks. They're the people you expect to wear a mask. OK. Like, oh, yeah. You're not getting flu shot. Now, there is one dude um, who had to get a special one a special flu shot because he's actually allergic to eggs. He's the first person I've ever met that's that's allergic to eggs. So they produce a flu shot without it's, eggs? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, but it you, I want to say there's three of them you have to do. It's like a series of them. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to back up a little bit to food real quick. Back up to food. Can you think of, and this is putting you on the spot, so I don't want to, if you just can't remember, but do you Taco have, Bell. <laughs> no. Taco Bell is never the answer unless it's the fourth what, meal. What can what can I yeah, the fourth meal. <laughs> the fuck fourth meal, meal, fuck meal, you. Yeah. Fucking goddamn Taco Bell bullshit. Um what uh can can you think of forget about the fine dining space like with Bobby Flay or the potato bears for me or whatever that is. <clears throat> Le potato bears. Excuse me. Of uh what I was talking about, like an experience. Can you just remember like maybe the food wasn't it wasn't a fine dining, but it was like a, such a memorable meal because of the location or the place or the thing. And Probably half a dozen, yeah. Okay, one think, of think them is one of your ones. One of them is one of them from Florida. Is uh, <laughs> so I you know I worked used to work for the phone company and I was a trainer and uh, I went and was helping out uh, and trained some folks in um, in Florida mm. and it was in Deland, Florida, like central central Florida, right? But it was uh, I stayed in Daytona. Now, 30-minute drive, maybe 
20, 30 minute drive. Okay. I met some really amazing people, which is how I fell in love with the area of Florida that's not by the beach and not just not beach people. Mm-hmm. I'm a beach person. I love the ocean, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But these people were like just just fucking down home, awesome, just great people. And a, a handful of them I'm still friends with, like on Facebook and stuff. They're still keep in touch. So this one lady uh, found out that I didn't have any family in town. And uh, was going to be like alone on Sunday, and she didn't. She didn't like that. She didn't cotton to that, so to speak. Ah. Oh yeah. Now I know what you're talking. And about. she's like, "Would you like to come over for a family dinner?" And I'm like, "Sure, absolutely. That would be amazing. I would love that because they lived near where I would stay, like outside of in between Daytona and Delance. So like it mm-hmm. was it wasn't me driving forever. So uh, I go to their house and. It, their house is say in, Sunday. In a sub- yeah, it was a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Now you're dinner. laying the. Yeah. Now we're getting the whole environment here. Sunday okay. afternoon dinner, and uh, so their house is in like a subdivision that's in a cult, like at the end, end of the in a cul-de-sac, right? Mm-hmm. Their, or their house is in the in the cul-de-sac. So we go there, and uh, come in, and she she's got. I I just brought out the appetizer, and I'm like, cool. What is it? And she's like, it's a homemade buttermilk ranch. And like spicy with an alligator, like fried alligator, wow. fried alligator. Starting bites. out the meal like that. Oh yeah, I was so excited. I'm like, I've never had gator before, and she's like, really? Well, we got plenty more where that came from. So I'm just nom 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 nom, just like right. eating that. And I asked, and I was like, so where can I buy this? And they're like, I don't know where you could buy it. I'm like, well, where did you get it? And he's like, in my backyard. <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Are you serious? And he's like. Well, yeah, come outside. And he showed me. He got it that morning. Wow. The head was still, like, almost warm. <laughs> the head was there. And I'm like, oh, this is some country shit. This is fucking amazing. It's so good. Yeah. And I asked him, like, are we going to be eating possum or anything? And he's like, no, we're, we're, we're country, but we're not that country. Yeah. I can I can afford beef. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know that. They get into, gators get into your yard. Cool. Because also their backyard on the other side of their their fence was all swamp like it was like that that oh, was where they're out there they're oh yeah absolutely they're, and yeah. well he's he, he said i killed that one because it came after my dog and i love that dog <laughs> <laughs> that that was one of my I, you know what's funny is like i don't even remember the rest of the meal i just remember that i don't even remember what we had it wasn't anything amazing it was like i think yeah. we had like hamburgers but the or story like that. tied to but the thing that was, yeah and and that lady is one of the coolest ladies ever and she would bring me those ga- like gator like to lunch, she would bring those gator bites with that ranch dressing. So not oh, not that many years. Well, a few number of years ago, they just recently made. I think in South Carolina, maybe other southern states, they made gator hunting legal. Sometimes it's illegal. It was illegal for a while because they oh. were running out of them. But now they're overrun. Yeah, Florida's overrun with all kinds of s- snakes and everything. Yeah, everything. The, like the uh, pythons and shit yeah. that, get, that people let well, out. I guess you can eat the obviously you can eat anything, but I wonder because it's protein. <laughs> but I wonder if if those are good eating. If pythons make good meals, I, I mean, don't know, man. I know you, a lot of them down there. I mean, Jesus. But some of them they pull out of the swamps are <laughs> real fucking big. Oh yeah. I saw a. I don't know what kind of snake it was, but it was definitely flattened on the road, and it went. It stretched from white line to white line. Oh God. There's a uh, down in Florida. You're there's saying. a yeah. There's a. Oh, it had uh, to be one of those. South pythons. super like South Florida has got a, a, a road called uh, Card Sound Road. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the back way to instead. If you don't want to deal with Miami bullshit uh, and go to, down to Highway One to head out to the Keys, you can take mm-hmm. Card Sound Road and kind of it just it's like uh, it might be bigger now, but 25 years ago when I went there with my dad, it was like two lane blacktop mm-hmm. and uh, gators. You have to stop every once in a while because gators are crossing the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, we saw a snake 
that was flattened on the road that stretched all like the head. You could still see the head and the tail. Yeah. But the middle part was but flat. But the middle part was flat and it like the tail and the head touched the white line. It doesn't like, surprise me. I don't know how wide that is. Like I, I don't know. It was at 12 feet probably. More than that. 16 feet. Yeah. 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 That's a big fucking snake, man. Oh, That's, yeah. And I'm like, dad, don't stop here. And he goes, well, I got to take a piss. Like, I please don't stop in the middle of the fucking swamp. <laughs> don't. I am a farm kid from Ohio. I don't know how to wrestle gators and yep. shit. I don't have bib overalls with no shirt on. Like, Dad, I don't know there, how to do there this. There was also a crawfish uh, farming came pretty popular in this little area of South Carolina, too. We would go out and get crawfish all over the place. I mean, just – and it was cheap. You could big baskets full and do all these more crawfish bowls and things Man, like I that. wish they were cheap around here. Yeah. Now – they kind of are. It's not. It's not the right time of year. Maybe we'll have to do. I like still a, haven't done this. I haven't gone to Williams. I guess go to Williams. And and, the, yeah, because they you want, get a bunch. I mean, you, you can. Uh, yeah, you can get. Uh, well, see, it. I, I've only ever done it like over a weekend. Like, I'll, if I'm camping, say Friday, Saturday, and coming home Sunday, the first thing that I take off of the truck is is not a cooler or anything like that. I don't even grab a beer or anything like that. I grab my my crawfish trap. You still have it? Uh, yeah. Well, that's buried somewhere in the garage. Sure. But yeah, yeah. I'm but sure you've I got still it have it. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, I only talked about this a few times. Yeah. We need to really just do this this spring, maybe. So th- that's whenever fr- they're all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then Saturday afternoon, like in, into the evening, like four or five o'clock is when I pull up the trap. And there's probably mm. forty or fifty of them in there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you can buy them. I wonder if Bashes would give you a break if you ordered like fifteen pounds or something like that. I don't know because I know that that one ill-fated attempt that. Tyson tried to do when he tried to make it like half of the half the crawfish were dead when they showed up. So oh. Then you're supposed to put them in the yeah in the in the fresh water, you know, and let them filter out and change the water like every few hours or whatever to clean them out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, more died. And by the time it was all said and done, I think he ordered 15 pounds or 20 pounds, oh and God. he and I think he had like six pounds left. Oh, God. oh he was fucking how, he how was maddening. oh he was fucking mad, dude. You want to talk about little. Like he wasn't a very big dude, but mm-hmm. it was like a little hundred and thirty pound guy just fucking throwing shit across the kitchen and out in the garage. And he's like, "I swear to God, I'll drive to Louisiana, beat the fuck out of those people with a hammer." <laughs> like he was, he was talking about driving to Louisiana, beating the hell out of someone with a hammer. And I was like, I kind of fucking believed him, too. But anyway, I remember also uh, go, showing up in South Carolina to work on another Cirrus years ago, and that was a Sunday, I think I was, and I called my friend Tommy. Maybe we talk about him, but. But he, I said, so where are you? You're not at the airport. Goes, no, we're over at so-and-so's house, and they're having this their Sunday. He goes, come on out, man. You're having their Sunday meal. He goes, shit, there were so many people. I didn't know anybody there, but they were all, oh, hi, you must have Tommy's friend. And and, it, and so it, whatever it was, you know, anything Southern you can imagine, just fried chicken, and, and they probably had crawfish there too because they got just – it was just a spread all over the house. There's just yeah. food everywhere, and it was pretty full. And I think I was, again, talking to Tommy and his girlfriend, and this nice older woman came to me. She goes, Oh, sugar, have you got any pecan pie yet? Or something like oh, that, which man. I hadn't had, but it's this southern middle of the low country, South Carolina. Yeah. Just the way that she asked me it was so funny. You know, put her hand on my shoulder. And, oh, sweetie, you got any pecan pie yet? Actually, no, as a matter of fact, no, I haven't. No, ma'am. And even if I had, I want more because of the way your honey voice <laughs> right. just And I, I didn't do a very good job uh, doing the old lady southern. There's different southern accents. There's redneck southern, just ugh. And then there's so hey, what's wrong with redneck Southern? I didn't fucking okay. I don't like NASCAR either, but fucking it's funny accent. But then there's sort of the uh, 
more the charming Southern accent from the older like movies this, and that yeah, kind of Southern stuff. gentleman, yeah, that kind of, Southern Belle kind of and accent. She would have been. That's what she would have been probably. And she was attractive, you know, older woman, and she's probably my age now. So, <laughs> you know, what I, my age as I am now that she was then. Am I? That makes that sense. Right I now? understood got you. It. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, it was just it was just fun to go to these Sunday Southern cooking events that I never. I just would show up. Because I was traveling or something, I never actually was involved in them. You know, never actually was there and had to cook or bring or. You know, I was doing other stuff, but I would just she show up at these. Took, you're a taker. I definitely was a. I'm a net taker. I I am, <laughs> I am on the asset versus liabilities. I'm in the asset, the asset column. column. Personally, taking advantage of these. Maybe it's time for you to put one on yourself and figure it out. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is we we have we've talked about this. I've got my proper big burners. You see my big burners I had at my other yeah, and I have a, the- and I have a 25 gallon aluminum stock. Fine, pot. we've got to we got to cook up. A, we got to do some crawfish boil or something like that, or uh, like you said, a, a seafood boil. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out Old Bay, whatever you guys use. There's Old Bay and there's other there's other one. We use Old Bay a lot of Old Bay. Old, I I don't know that there's another seasoning. There is uh, people out there. Oh right, no, people, no, it's uh, like Burt's Creole or something like that. Yeah, nah, there's a Creole. I tell you what, put look, do, do this. Yeah, do yeah, Old yeah. Bay versus, and then you'll see what oh. pops up. And then there's a, you have a fist fight. There's murders that have taken place. Arguing people in the South are arguing. Oh, you use Old Bay, we use this. Fuck you, man. It's only Old Bay. I think it's just the Cajun. Mm, no. No. There's another. People are throwing their shoes at the. Oh, I'm sure they are. It's not called the Cajun. It's Old Old Bay spices versus, and then there's another couple big brands. And I know, I thought we had this argument when Terry was here. Yeah, because I, I, I think we that, talked about Old Bay and this other one that he was talking about. And I know you, season salt. No, was it Lowry's season salt. No, nope. I don't think it was Lowry's. No, no. You'll you'll see it. I got nothing. Oh God! I'm gonna to have to talk to my South Carolina people. You should. You should. Uh, Tom, Tommy would know. Tommy would know, but, but they're all asleep. But now. let's let's. I'm not. I'm not making this up. Let Let's really do this. When it starts to warm up, we will have either like it's your place, or we can have it out here at the hangar. Just open up the door. Yeah. And get a bunch of burners going. Then we should do that. I'm down. I'm, I mean, like four or five burners, yes. different thing, big pots of different yes. stuff. Yes. That'd be great. Yeah, and then we'll get on get TJ a, to D. I mean uh, to Jeremiah to D, DJ or not. He could just work. I mean, he could just eat. Rather, excuse me. He could just do that. He, he just put on a fucking. He doesn't have the DJ necessarily, right? But that'd be fun to have it w- it, some no, live music. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe have the Swillers come music. out. Swillers could come out. We could have a uh, have a crawfish boil or something Ooh, like this that. This is such a good idea. Seriously, we're gonna do this. this All time. right, folks. Well, then we're gonna flesh this out. Okay. We're gonna close up this episode. Are you are you good? I think I'm good. What what did you just pull out I'm of your good. Uh, my hand? My bracelet's falling apart. Oh, the bracelet that Brittany made me for oh, Christmas. No. Yeah, like the beads are coming off of it. Mm-hmm. How, how are they normally are they adhesed on there normally? No, they're tied. In, but uh, so, nobody so, nobody on our podcast cares about that. I'm sorry. You're right. It's okay. All right, folks. That's All right. it. Bye. Mm-hmm.